0: Hello and welcome again to Forefront 360, where we have conversations at the intersection of the arts and the Christian faith. I'm your host, Rich Chrisman, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Taylor Buckley, representing the Halo app. Taylor is the Director of Influencer and Brand Marketing at Hallow. How are you today, Taylor?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be here.
0: Awesome. We were just talking about the different places we are and how it's, it's cold here in Rochester. Is it cold in, in uh, Utah where you are?
1: Yes, we don't have as much snow as I think. I live up in the mountains by the ski hills. And so I don't think we have as much snow as people would like because the mountains are technically open. Oh. Uh, but it's yeah, it's chilly.
0: Yeah, for you sure. know, it's December. <laughs> so we're actually going to talk about Advent. So, you know, it's a good time of the year, whether it's cold or not for you. Um, so, Taylor, tell us a little bit about your work with Halo before we get started in the conversation.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've been at Aloe for almost four years. So I've done a lot of different things since I've been here, Uh, you know, pretty much uh, from sort of like the early stages of the company. But um, I manage a lot of our partnerships, like content partnerships and marketing partnerships um, on the marketing side. So in working with you know, a number of our, our influencers and um, content providers who we have on the app, as well as just some other like, general marketing stuff, social media, et cetera.
0: That's awesome, and I really want to ask about some of those influencers. But I actually yeah. just realized that someone might have dropped into this episode not knowing what Hallow is. I just, I just realized. So, oh, would you yes. mind just quickly summarizing for our listeners what Hallow is?
1: Absolutely. So, Hallow is um, a prayer and meditation app. It's actually the number one Christian prayer app in the world. Uh, We have over 10,000 audio guided prayers, meditations, music, um, just like so many different things, whether it's like Bible stories to help you fall asleep at night. We have mental health meditations. We have daily gospel reflections. We have this awesome like lo-fi. So there's, there's honestly like a piece of content for everyone on the app. Uh, it has foundations in the, in the Catholic faith, but it's really a resource for all Christians um, that are just looking to grow closer to God and deepen their prayer life, build a daily habit of prayer um, you know, pray more with their family. So yeah, it's
0: it's amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. So if you, four front 360 listeners listen to our arts review episode from the month of November, we, um, I recommended Hallow and we talked about it then. So if you want to dip back and listen to that, if you haven't, uh, go for it on there, I talk about my addiction to Catholic lo-fi and, um, Mm, so good. Yeah, it's so good. I, I, uh, it's funny, I found it through the Halo app and I did notice that some of the Catholic Lo Fi albums are on like Spotify and Apple Music and stuff too. So not yeah. only do I use Halo every day, but I just got my Spotify wrapped and Catholic Lo Fi was my second most listened to musical That's artist. Amazing. So you know, here we go. <laughs> but um very excited about that. Uh super cool. So um as far as uh, your work, d- does that mean so like you know, you're working with the influence. Are you working with like Jonathan Rumi and uh, yes. William Neeson yep. now. Yes, that's yes. so cool.
1: All, all of all of the above. Yeah, I. Um, it's it's truly an honor, actually. We're, it, you know, especially Jonathan, who we work really closely with, um, just because he does so much content for us on the app. He's just an incredible artist and so talented in many, many areas, not just in acting. And, um, he's amazing in voiceover and, um, he's a drummer and he's great with editing and like, he's just a humble servant of the Lord and is, yeah, amazing. And so I, I get the honor to work with some of these incredible partners. Um, and it's, it's really enjoyable.
0: Very, very cool. If, uh, most of you listeners, I'm sure, know who Jonathan Rumi is, but just in case you don't, he, he's playing Jesus in The Chosen right now, among other awesome artistic things that he does. But um, And and spending a lot of time uh, recording for Hallow, it looks like, but very <laughs> cool. Awesome. So a, a tradition... Uh, Taylor that we do on four foot 360 is we do something we call the lightning round where we ask just a couple really fast questions just to like, you know, I think the ice is already broken actually, but the purpose is to break the ice and just, you know, get something about who we're talking to. So I'm going to ask you just four quick questions. Okay. And, uh, your task is to answer those questions as you know, honestly, and we, you know, without thinking too much about it as you can sound good. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So number one, what is your favorite Christmas movie?
1: Ooh, Elf.
0: Good one. Good one. Classical or jazz music? Classical. Cool. Cool. Who is your favorite saint?
1: Mm, my daughter's name is Avila, and St. Teresa of Avila is the Hallow Patron Saint. So I'm going to go with that. Between wow. that and like JP2. Mm,
0: that's a beautiful name for your daughter. I love that. Mm, mm-hmm. Very cool. Pumpkin or apple pie. Okay. 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 That's good. I recently had a conversation with a bunch of people that said that they only really like pumpkin pie because they feel they have to. And so, you know, I'm I'm glad to hear another supporter of pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin yes. pie. Yes. Yeah. It's
1: it's amazing. And whipped cream, you can't really put whipped cream on apple pie. That's yeah, rude. you're
0: right. And I, I'm a coffee, you know, connoisseur. Mm-hmm. So I feel like pumpkin oh, pie same. just complements coffee so well.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I should big. have I, how,
1: how, how do you how do you brew your coffee?
0: Oh. I mean, my favorite way to have a cup of coffee is actually through an AeroPress, but I Ooh, don't yeah, nice. I don't do that very often because of the complexity of it. So, I'm uh, I have an espresso machine in my uh, office that I use, you know, multiple times a day. So, that's kind of how I drink it the most, but the AeroPress. How about you?
1: Uh, I'm typically a pour-over, a Chemex person. Um, but we have a a machine that we got on a Kickstarter a few years ago called the spin. Oh, Um, and now it's actually, you know, being sold, but it's quite expensive now in comparison to the Kickstarter, but it's amazing. It makes like a pour over style cup of coffee, like a Keurig.
0: Love that thing. Yeah. Super cool. I've, I've had one of those or a cup from one of those before. Very cool. (laughs) Um, okay. Wait, I'm going to add one more question. Dark roast or light roast.
1: Oh, I'm Ethiopian.
0: Oh, me too. My favorite mm, coffee in the world yeah. is Ethiopia Guji. Yes. So good. Okay. Wow. So good, Kindred yeah. spirits. Okay. <laughs> this is exciting. What a successful lightning round. Okay. So we kind of, uh, kind of getting into the meat here. We kind of talked about a little bit of the history of Halo, but so Hallow uh, came about in 2018, correct?
1: Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, December, actually.
0: Wow. Okay. So. Um, right before Advent. <laughs> beautiful. So why, uh, kind of like. What was like the inspiration that the um, founder, CEO had to put this together?
1: Yeah. um, So Alex, our our CEO, um, he had fallen away from his faith in college. He actually, he went to a Catholic university, but really had fallen away, just kind of questioned everything like a lot of, I think, college students do. And, um, when he then got into the workforce and he was in a super stressful job, he started getting really into meditation, um, more secular meditation Mm -hmm. apps, like calm or headspace. And he really liked the meditation piece and that like meditation itself is good for you, right? Like to just take a few minutes, take deep breaths, like bring down your heart rate. Um, but he kept physically, yeah, Yeah, physically mm -hmm. it's good for you, but he kept mentally um, and spiritually, I guess, being drawn to like spirituality or spiritual images, um, even and, you know, he would try to fight it. And he did a lot of like deep dive and um, listening to people of all different perspectives, atheists, um, all the way, you know, Christians, everything. And sure. he started just to feel this like pull into the spiritual sense. And so he, they, he asked someone, hey, is there some sort of like intersection between like faith and meditation. And uh, I think he asked like a, a priest and he was like, have you just like not been paying attention your whole life? Like right. it's prayer. Like that's what prayer is. It's it's the intersection of sp- the spiritual life and meditation. And so he started getting into the various forms of um of prayer, which, and the different types of, um, like Christian meditation. So things like Lectio Divina, so meditating on scripture, um, or the examine, like reflecting back on your day. And he just started on those. And one of the first, um, passages he meditated on was the, our father. And mm-hmm. the thing that stuck out was, was the word, um, hallowed. And he really, you know, pondered that for a while. And as he started getting into this, he realized that there wasn't really a resource, like Calm or like Headspace for this particular, you know, for Christian meditation. And so um quit his job and coded the first version of the app really just for himself. Uh, And, you know, got a few friends and family to try it. And then it just kind of people loved it and it took off. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing, you know, for him and for all of us, we all have you know, our own faith journeys and things that led us to Mm hallow. And, um, and I think though, the thing that like really keeps us, us going and keeps us like pursuing, you know, what we're doing, which is like something so unique in the faith space is the users, like the things that we hear internally from people whose lives have been absolutely like changed Mm -hmm. just by like interacting with the app is it's incredible. So
0: yeah, I, I can absolutely see that because even I, I can't say that my my life has been changed necessarily, but my daily practice and my relationship with our Lord is significantly bolstered, I guess, by my mm-hmm. daily use of hallow. So right now I use hallow. Uh, I actually came to hallow through the music element, which I like to talk about Ooh. a little bit. But um, yeah, but I use the music a lot during my work day, um, which is cool. But I also do the, uh, the daily reflection with Jeff Cavins every morning. Ah, so, so love good. that.
1: Jeff's, ama- Jeff's another incredible person. Yeah, yeah. I Su- get to such a good
0: with. speaker. I just, mm. I feel um, the, it, also the daily reflections, I definitely recommend. They're the perfect length. They're like between, you know, yeah. like eight to 12 minutes max. And I do it on my way into work in the morning. And it just sets my, you know it sounds cheesy but it's true it sets my day right every day and if I'm really busy in the morning and can't get to it or something it feels like I'm missing something as essential as you know like taking a shower or eating breakfast in the morning or something it's essential to my day now so I really recommend that it's
1: amazing his stuff is awesome
0: I would love to meet these people invite me over to hallow sometime um (laughs) so uh we'll, we'll talk more about some of the different like aspects that the app have a little Mm -hmm. later but i think this is a perfect time to talk about kind of how i came into it real quick i i don't know when i first encountered hallow at all but i really kind of dove into it last advent in 2022 um and i actually did you
1: do the advent with the chosen
0: i didn't no but i um i think like maybe the ads for that that came across my instagram Mm -hmm. maybe got me into it in the first place but um i actually came into it Because I loved the Advent um, music playlists that were up last year, Um, and I I don't car and particularly a lot of our listeners are um, their kind of artistic area is music. Uh, A a lot of our listeners too come from the Protestant tradition, and there's not a tremendous amount of connection to sacred music or historic Mm. music, Um, chant. Or even um, even uh, like orchestral, or um, or even the uh, what's the uh, like the hillbilly Thomas? You never know, right? Oh but, yeah, yeah. But there's all sorts of like sacred music or or Christian music that's outside of like the quote unquote like Christian music that they play on the radio, you know, or what yeah, shows which up. Which we have on.
1: some of that too,
0: right? But what really and it, there's some good stuff on there. But what really uh, kind of drew me specifically was the breadth of just beautiful beautiful um god glorifying hallowed no pun intended um music that that's up there and so i um so since then i've been listening to the daily refreshments like i said i use catholic lo-fi all the time i was so happy to see that um bocelli family album on there last year love that um i listened to the Missa latina a lot as well which is pretty cool um that's a deep cut (laughs) it 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 shows up it it like was just like recommended to me one time like in the front of the music tab and I was like I'll listen to this and now it's like so beautiful I listen to it when I I'm a teacher so I listen to it when I grade papers and stuff it's great I play it out loud in my class my kids like it Yeah, Yeah, we have. We actually
1: have a lot of schools. We have a Hallow for Schools program. And so schools can purchase Hallow for all of their students. And um, we have a lot of teachers who utilize it in that way in the classroom.
0: That's awesome. Um, But specifically, um, it's Advent. Well, very soon. Um, By the time you hear this episode, it will be. Um, And the uh, and I kind of came into it during Advent. And I, I feel like Advent is maybe the perfect time for someone who's new to contemplative prayer or new mm-hmm. to using uh music or things like like teodivina uh at in their sacred kind of time in their there's time that's set apart um would you agree that advent is kind of like a particularly good time to to plug into this sort of thing
1: yeah absolutely i would say advent and lent yeah. um are both really really good times i think advent there's there's an element to it that there's so much in the secular world to distract you mm-hmm. during Advent and to pull you away and to take you away from the true meaning of what you're preparing for. And so I think that people are like feeling restless and feeling like they need something more. And that's I think where it comes in, you know, at Advent and especially an app that's audio guided you can listen to it anytime. Yeah. So you can listen to it when you're driving to the you know, school pageant, when you're wrapping presents, when you're cooking stuff, when you're with your family. Right. Um, and so I think there's like all of these like opportunities for content like the music to really shine uh, during the season. And then also, you know, people are getting ready for the start of a new year. And I think that's when you think about building new habits. And, you know, I would hope that people would consider prayer, building a new habit of prayer in their Mm. new year. Um, And so that's a great time as well. And so yeah, Advent leaning into that. And then um, as well as, you know, starting off with Lent as we had closer to to Holy Week and the crucifixion and Easter.
0: Yeah. So talking about the, so you mentioned the convenience of it being like an audio based thing and also the fact that it's like a phone app. Um, I use it sometimes Mm -hmm. as um, you can get it as a like a Mac desktop app too. So sometimes yeah. I use it on my computer. But um, another thing with that is just like, uh, we have a lot of like, you know, there, there's a lot of discussion out there in the world of like our phones ultimately good or bad for our mental and spiritual health. And uh, I, I can't speak to phones in general, but one thing I will say is having an app like Halo on your phone makes it much, much easier for me to, I'm, for lack of a better term, like consume good Christian content. Because especially yeah. during Advent, because there's so like even regarding just like Christmas in general, right? There's so much to like the secular Christmas out there that's being like bombarded your way. And yeah. I think that having a, and like, I know I'm going to borrow like kind of a loaded term and I don't mean it in that way, but, um, Halo is like a safe space for me in the way that I can open mm-hmm. the app. Mm-hmm. And I know that everything in there is not only going to be what I'm looking for spiritually but it's also it's also beautiful quality stuff like i don't have to sift through anything on how to find something that's like worth my time you i feel like you could literally you know roll the wheel and pick something and it's going to be worth your time and i think that Mm -hmm. that speaks to what uh you guys as an organization have done in uh kind of producing and sourcing uh just truly beautiful like God honoring stuff, and I think that's really cool.
1: We appreciate that. Yeah, I think a lot of the ways that we look at the, you know, I, I think I said that we're doing something very unique in the faith based, the faith space. Yeah. Um. I think you know the way that the Hallow is a business model. You know, we're structured as a B Corp. We're not like a donation based thing, and that's because it allows us to to hire some of the best people at their craft, their best audio engineers, the best illustrators, the best designers, the best content team, um, you know, of writers and, and most of it starts from there. I mean, the people that that work at Hallow are some of the highest quality, you know, artists at their craft that I've, I've ever met. And I think, all of that is because we're trying to reflect the beauty of the church and yeah. the beauty of Christianity. And that when you walk into the Sistine Chapel and you see a Michelangelo painting, like that's to take that ancient beauty and to reflect it in a modern sense yeah. into a phone app is really what we strive to do Um and so like it starts like fundamentally with every person who works at Hollow and then all the content people, partners, we, you know, people we partner with um, making sure that, you know, they're also the best in their craft. Too. Yeah.
0: And that, that's really apparent in the app. I mean, I am a uh, freelance graphic designer as well, and I have been right off right from the beginning, just like, so it just makes me so happy how visually unified everything in hallow is there's um as i talked about in the previous episode there's color coding in the app with what you're doing be it a meditation or music or, or bible or whatever and the uh there's just like a really tight really aesthetic visual language that goes with the app so whatever type of art and beauty is your taste be it you know literature music um visual arts you know uh, anything that can come through a phone app, so I guess not like dance as much, but uh, most of the artistic <laughs> mediums um, are just so well represented there. Actually, even there's, uh, I've really enjoyed the we have uh, stretching content.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was just
0: thinking about that, and there's also the uh, yeah the there's also the Taizé prayer. t a i z. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah um, which is like a very active form of a uh, prayer. Super cool. So tell me before we get off Advent in particular, what's the there? There's a current Advent kind of uh, like event happening right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we have, um, we have community challenges. We call them throughout the year and we usually have like one a month, honestly, that focus on different, different stuff. And it's, it's very much like seasonal in many ways. And, but our two biggest ones of the year are for Advent and for Lent. And, um, so Advent is called Pray 25. So it's the days, you know, starting on the, the first, this year, it starts on the first Monday of Advent, which happens to be later uh, than it normally is. But so it's the, all of the days leading up until Christmas. And so awesome. it's meditating every single day in a short prayer. And it really, I think it really like one, there's this like community aspect, right? Like for Lent last year, we had a million people in the pray 40 wow. Lent challenge. That's awesome. Yeah. Like across the world. Um, and in, in our multiple languages, cause Hallow is also in like six different languages now. Oh
0: yeah. Can um, quickly so, talk about the Catholicity yeah. of this, the fact that Hallow yes. hello is, I just am, so impressed too um that and this is not a plant guys everything i'm saying we didn't talk about this beforehand no i'm i'm so uh like one thing that just impresses me too about how is like it really does feel catholic in the sense that like i feel like like there's you know things in multiple languages there are users from like mm. all over the globe little c
1: catholic you're saying right
0: yeah, universal. yeah but i mean yeah it, both <laughs> but little c catholic yeah but little c catholic in the sense of universal like like the idea yeah. that it does not i guess specifically what i mean is it does not feel insular in any way like it doesn't feel particularly like oh this is an american app this is a you yeah know, a, this sort of thing yeah i just find that really cool and it, it feels like you are tapping into and again that speaks to the design and the, and the functionality of the app and all that stuff but it feels like uh it really feels like when you use the app, you're tapping into a community and that that's mm-hmm. just really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have a great international team also, as well. I didn't, um,
0: mean, I kind of cut you off there. You were telling us. No, about no, you're fine. You're pray fine. 25. Yeah.
1: So the, the pray 25 uh, challenge starting December 4th this year, every year kind of has a theme, a different theme. And this year is the theme is advent with CS Lewis, um, CS Lewis being, you know, obviously most people know him from the, the Chronicles of Narnia, but just an incredible author and theologian and oh, we um, wrote Lewis. many books.
0: Okay, he's like, he's like uh, uh, <laughs> Lewis is like our uh, unofficial patron saint at forefront, but yeah. Amazing,
1: mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. So yeah, he, um, so it's actually, interestingly enough, it's none of the Narnia works. It's actually all of the, uh, a lot of his other works, mm-hmm. Mere Christianity, The Great Divorce, Screwtape Letters, just Absolutely amazing books. Um, the quotes by like the C.S. Lewis quotes that are going to be in the challenge and read in the challenge from his books are actually being voiced by Liam Neeson, who Aslan portrayed himself. Aslan. Yeah. yeah in <laughs> yeah, the Chronicles yeah. of Narnia. Yeah. So, uh, you know, isn't he is an amazing voice. And just that tie. I mean, Aslan is, I mean, your listeners probably know this, but it's C.S. Lewis allegory for Christ. And yeah. so um, there was a nice, you know, interesting tie in there. And you know, there's, there's, the, you think about the quote in the Chronicles of Narnia, which isn't in the challenge, but you can think of it, you know, always winter and never Christmas. Like that, there is like heavy Christmassy and adventy, yeah. the come, the coming back of Aslan elements in his writings. And so, um, it's the quotes are being read by Liam, and then the challenge is actually being guided by Jonathan Rumi, who we talked about earlier. The dream know, team who plays Jesus in the Chosen. Yeah, they got—they actually got to do a little interview together. It was really fun. Um, and then we have another, we have a religious sister in there. And actually, Jeff Cavins is doing the reflections on Sundays. So um, he'll be using C.S. Lewis then within his reflection, tying that into the daily gospel reading. So, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, but really beautiful themes, you know, thinking about like the the second coming of Christ or the three comings of Christ, right. The coming of Christ as an infant in Bethlehem um, and, you know, the end coming of Christ, the coming of Christ again at the end of time. Uh, And so, yeah, there's just really beautiful themes throughout. You're, you're meditating on these really powerful works and kind of what, what does it mean to take a step back? We were talking about the secularness of Christmas. Like what does it mean to, to, to not look at that? And to focus on like what we sh- what the what the season's actually about, and you know, imag- imagining yourself like in some of these scenes There's some imaginative prayer in there, which is actually one of my favorite uh, forms of prayer. Yeah. And so yeah, it's it's gonna it's really really beautiful. Um, and I think people are gonna love it. They're short, like I think the the average length is like twelve ish twelve or so minutes. So I yeah. think to your point about Jeff, it's just something you know. I, Honestly, sometimes I think like if you don't have 12 minutes to give to God in a day, like do you have a yeah. life like what, that, what you, <laughs> you know? You so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. even if you're listening, you know, when you're driving or something like or, or whatever you're driving to work, maybe your eyes aren't closed, but yeah, it's, it's amazing. And then, um, on Saturdays, we actually will feature a different song, uh, as part of the challenge. So a lot of it's from that, uh, Advent playlist, uh, yeah. that you were talking about
0: from, yeah.
1: from last year, some of that music, and
0: yeah, yeah it's, Matt, it's Matt, Matt Marr great. did an album, mm-hmm. um, which yes. is, uh, featured pretty heavily in there. That's really good. Yeah. It's great stuff. That's super cool. I'm definitely doing it this year. Can't miss the, uh, the CS Lewis one. It's yes. going to be great. I'm um, very excited. So one thing that our kind of like the forefront community, one thing that we really kind of spend a lot of time with is the idea that us doing our art, us being creative, and kind of living in that imago Dei, like that idea that we are reflecting our creator (laughs) by being creative. Um, We consider that not only a form of worship, but a form of prayer as well. So could you speak to the idea that kind of being meditative is going to, is that something that you think would assist in the spiritual formation of an artist? You know, like,
1: yes, absolutely. I think, I, I mean, in general, like, You know, you can get so much revealed to you in prayer, like Mm -hmm. when you take the time and to just, you know, whether like on the app, we have like a unguided silent meditation. And yeah, you're, you're literally, you press play and you listen to silence. But I think there's something to like, almost being like boxed into something because we're always being pulled. Like, it's really hard to be able to say like, okay, I'm going to take 20 minutes and I'm not going to look at my phone mm-hmm. or and check my email or check social media. And I think that sometimes having a tool to be like, okay, here's like the timer that I'm going to start with this play button right. and then, you know, go, or even with music, I think, um, you know, you're talking about the sacred music, like so much inspiration. Can, I mean, there's a reason people listen to classical music while they work. It's right. just so much inspiration can be found um, within music. So I, yes, I think, you know, and then uh, I, as I said, I love imaginative prayer. Like mm-hmm. Sitting and thinking about like what would it have been like to have been sitting in the stable right. like with Mary and Joseph as Jesus was being born right. like just imagining yourself and then like what is God saying to you through what you're imagining and through what you're seeing um, it's it's a really beautiful way to pray and uh, right. very I and mean, very artistic
0: <laughs> yeah and like prayer like we I feel like we allow ourselves like one one of the issues maybe in the modern church is the fact that we have allowed ourselves to um shrink the definition of prayer to e- either reciting some prayers that we know or um just like asking God for things yes. verbally I'm
1: sorry for please give me Exactly yeah. exactly and that <laughs> yeah. is
0: such such a tiny sh- like tip of the iceberg of mm-hmm. what um the historic church has cultivated and presented for us and, and even, you know, um, through, you know, God's providence, like passed from one, you know, person to the next, these traditions of prayer that have been really, really, um, powerful for people of for 2000 years. And I think oh, that, yeah. yeah, And I think that in particular, you know, I can't cite any specific things, but the, we know historically that the, there many of the greatest, um, Christian artists of the past um, Middle Ages Renaissance Even um, Some of the Christian romantics And stuff Had deep Deep prayer life And many of Many artists even um, Spent some time In Like Considering religious orders You know and things like that mm. So the idea mm. that um, Spending I, I think all of us uh, Well actually Who knows But I think I think many of our listeners Have a sense Whether you You have it tangibly Or intangibly We have a sense that Sitting with God in silence or in contemplation or in conversation or sitting, you're silent, but we're listening to um, Gregorian chant or whatever, right? We are connecting ourselves with the Spirit of God and with the capital C church where these are pieces of of art and conversation that have existed long before us and by the grace of God will exist for eternity, you know? And so I think that... um, so I, I just think, uh, listener, if you don't, um, if you're an artist or a, a lover of art and you don't really have a contemplative practice, I highly recommend getting into one. And I think that the more historic the practice, this is me talking now, but I think the more historic <laughs> the practice you can plug into, really the, the more depth you can, you can go because there's that history backwards and history forwards, you know, in the eternity of time. And I think Cal is a great place to start.
1: I would definitely agree.
0: So Taylor, what are, um, we don't have a ton of time left, but just real quickly, what, uh, what are some of your personal favorite things, not as an employee Mm -hmm. of, of the company, but just as a, as a person, what are some of your favorite aspects of the catalog?
1: Yeah. So I said the imaginative prayer. Um, I really, I really love that. I also, um, really i mean i listen to the bible stories actually quite a bit just to be able to fall asleep yeah. and i have three i have three kids so i uh, dabble in the kids content quite often and that's one thing that i didn't mention as far as the Advent offerings, this is actually our first year we're doing a kids' Advent challenge. Ooh. And so, like, little five-minute prayers for kids. Um, we're doing it in collaboration with Mary on the Mantle, which is, Ooh. like, the Christian version of Elf on the Shelf. Love so, that. like, Mary goes on, like, this little journey around your house. Um, and, you know, it's, it's like a, her journey to Bethlehem. And so uh, that. And then, yes, I also really enjoy uh, the music. And then Father Mike's uh, Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year, uh, we also have yeah hollow app and so i enjoy that quite a bit as well oh, yeah. isn't um, and the bible in a year like
0: challenges. the most downloaded podcast in the world mm-hmm. or something like that now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i think so the cool. top
1: like christian podcast ever of all time
0: awesome so good. yeah
1: so and it's it's great um and then yeah the daily reflections um from Jeff and the rosary i mean i i do listen to a lot of the content in the app so i mean not i I actually came to hallow as an employee because i was a user
0: wow that's Um, cool i
1: first that's how i first discovered it so
0: that's super cool yeah i also just recommend too there's a there's a function in there uh daily saints as well super cool Mm -hmm. you can learn about um some titans in the history of the church that can, can really spark your, your prayer life a little bit too here in those stories. So really yeah. good stuff. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for uh, taking some time out of the day here in, in the busiest no, time thank of the year. You,
1: thank you. Do you, do you want a, a code for your listeners?
0: Do I? Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yes. All
1: right. We can do com slash forefront and can get you three months, uh, free trial.
0: Wow. That would be so great. So yeah. Can you say that one more time?
1: hellocom slash wow. Forefront. Wow. Thank you. So much.
0: Okay. You guys, you're, I'm counting on you. You got to do it. So if you enjoyed uh, this episode, please subscribe to Forefront 360 and try check out this trial on the Halo app. Um, leave us comments on your favorite discoveries, rhythms, prayers, pieces of art, pieces of music. Let's keep this conversation going. And uh, you know, communities, you know, what makes it great is we have our community. There's a lot of other communities out there. The more we can connect these communities, the more uh, unified we'll be and glorifying to God. So until next time, keep pursuing excellence in art and authenticity in your Christian faith. Merry Christmas.